Well, hello again, everybody. Welcome to another episode of You Never Studied, the podcast where we talk about whatever Evan and Hans want to talk about. In a structure. <laughs> it is. It definitely got a structure. And uh, we, we fans of this structure, we would encourage you to like us by uh, following our blog. You can also, of course, review us on your platform of choice. You can subscribe only to Only five us. stars. Uh, yeah, only five stars, please. Def- definitely only five stars. And, of course, um, you can tell your friends, which we would love for you to do. And this episode is a special episode. We're actually introducing a new format, Hans, that we've that was your brainchild. Which it is, is our the, brainchild. Well, you thought of it, <laughs> it and was it was ours. really funny. Uh, and we're excited to, uh, to, to do it. Yeah. So we're going to do a st- uh, segment that is going to happen every now and then as we get people for it. Right. Called Ask the Expert. Now, in the You Never Studied theme, of course, there's going to have to be some expertise and some complete non-expertise or hidden expertise. And so what are we trying to do with Ask, Ask the Expert? Introduce you, our listeners, to people who have expertise in things that you care about. That's right. And then totally pivot to things you're uninterested in. But, but they're the, very but interested. But they're interested in, right. So, so, so who do we have with us today? Okay, so today we have my brother-in-law, friend of the show, Jeff Manna. Jeff Manna, give it up. Hey. Hello, thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Okay, now everyone probably knows Jeff from his critically acclaimed <laughs> Facebook posts during storms. Yes, that's yeah. true. He's he's definitely the MVP of like Hurricane Harvey. So if you like are a, if you are a Facebook friend of Jeff's on fa- uh, Facebook yeah, on, on Twitter the, on the Facebook, or if you follow him at Hurricane Mana on Twitter, where he's not very active, and I know that because I, I watch. Yeah. Uh, then you know Jeff. What is your profession? Uh, your def- training. A meteorologist. Meteorologist yes. on the TV. Uh, no. <laughs> Wait, Definitely are, there, not. are okay. there meteorologists that aren't on TV? Yeah, so if you're not a meteorologist on TV, what kind of meteorologist yeah. are you? Yeah, and that is the number one question I probably get asked You know, when someone finds out I'm a meteorologist. Um, I work in the energy trading world, which um, is you know guys trading commod- energy commodities, uh, natural gas, uh, power, electricity, oil, although I don't deal with What oil. do they need a meteorologist for? Well, they're... Excuse me. They're trading uh, futures, you know, just like guys trade stock futures. Well, they're trading these commodities of natural gas and power, and so what moves that price is just how hot or how cold it is, uh, basically as far down the road as they can kind of get a feeling for. And so, you know, if it's going to be really hot, the demand for electricity is going to go up. It's going to be really cold. Demand for natural gas goes up. So, the better they know that, the better they can trade the prices around that. That so is how, super fascinating, yeah. and no joke, did not know that was what your job was. <laughs> you didn't know that? Well, I knew. I knew it was energy related. <laughs> yes. I knew, I, and I was like. I don't know how. I assumed it was like <laughs> like maybe crops to turn into ethanol or uh, something, no. and he needs to no, know how so it rains. For, or... for the layman, because I've tried to work yeah. on this, essentially what you do is you contract with some energy companies. Correct. Mana Weather LLC. Yes. And you say to them, uh, you give them your projections, which then help them set the price of energy futures. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, and they're buying and selling. You know, I mean, they don't have to listen to me, obviously. No, but, you, <laughs> but they, they, they lean on your advice <laughs> exactly. to help set the price. And so my guess is this can be uh, – you can make people a lot of money and you can lose people Correct. a lot of money. Yeah. What is the most amount of money that somebody's <laughs> oh, lost on uh, your easy. ideas? <laughs> He, I mean, no he can joke. plead the fifth here. Yeah, well, no joke. Easily millions. Wow. Um, but easily – Made, made the mill- yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you're just dealing in that kind of coin. The yeah. way the way it works. Yeah. Okay, and so Crazy. just like any meteorologist, you're wrong once, you're wrong always. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> but they don't so remember the, the time you You right. can make somebody $100 million, <laughs> but if you lose them $1 million, you're a loser. Yep. That's, Man. That's the fun of the job. you got to cool. like what you do. Otherwise, uh, you probably get a little... Okay, so how long have out. you been a meteorologist? I uh, went from day one. Yeah, I, how was Give me years. Fortunate. How many years? Well, I started in college in 91, and I was fortunate to even get on uh, a little weather weather shop in Omaha, Nebraska, right off the bat my sophomore year. So, so we're coming up what? on 30 yeah, years? So That's crazy. We're not years. even... Yeah, we're, we're close. We're almost 30 years out. Yeah, All right, last so. question about the meteorology interest, this piece. You never, you've always told me, don't trust your phone when you look at the weather. <laughs> yeah. So why is that? Well. How come you're so much smarter than my phone? You're all using the same data. Well, that's the the beauty of it, I guess, and why I even have a job, to be honest, uh, is that they are just computer models, basically. Don't tell, hey, if you're one of Jeff's uh, customers or whatever, clients, don't listen to him say that's you know they're all they are just weather models. He has a unique set of <laughs> well, skills. No, yeah, he's uh, he's like the Liam Neeson. <laughs> that's right. Correct. I'm, taken. Yeah. I'm getting yeah. So go for the it. reason why <laughs> yeah. you know, they can't. Why can't your customers just look on their phones and go? Meh. Because a weather model is just that a weather model. It's just an idea and uh, it's limited. As we all know, the weather is pretty darn chaotic. And uh, you know, so you know, if you're looking at one specific point, for example, here in Tomball, you know, model might throw a thunderstorm up in the afternoon another model may not that gets plopped into your app as a thunderstorm icon and you think it's going to rain but really yeah. really there wasn't really that it much was like a, a chance tw- 10 percent, yeah. 20 percent yeah. chance of rain but the whole day looks like it's yeah. storming right. it's gonna yeah. rain all day exactly and so that's where we can be a little more useful than just an app so, so we were having a chat today you and i about this very subject 30 oh, percent chance yeah. of rain does it mean a air an area will the whole area has a thirty percent chance, or that it will rain in thirty percent of the area? Ironically, that's actually debated a little bit, even under the weather professionals. It's I always <laughs> assumed your likelihood was thirty percent, and that, that is rain. the general consensus. Yeah. But there are some people out there, you know, like about thirty percent right. of the area we'll that we're covering will yeah. see some rain. Gets yeah. a one hundred percent chance of which, rain, which I get. What which I guess is kind of yeah, they're not too and, far yeah, apart yeah. each other. It's honestly. like Honey Crisp versus so. Golden Delicious. <laughs> so I guess. I, but it's easier. I mean, it's. I'm more, an Apple expert, guys. <laughs> no. I, Next always time. Like, I always like to tell the people, too, that it's 70% chance it's not going to rain. That's right. So, and that, I know. think it's all in how you package the news, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. You and know? you're, I, I think, fairly, like, you're a fairly optimistic weather guy. Oh, yeah. Guy. I'm going like, to be painting the brighter picture. Yeah. Most of the you're time, like, okay. So. Because, because you also aren't trying to, like, sell ad space on a website, <laughs> exactly. right? You're not trying to drive ratings. Watch the local news. Yeah. yeah to watch care. the local news. So. so you just go, guys, it's not that big of a deal. That is 80% of your weather yep. posts, uh, I would say. Yeah, I know. It, it, I just, I mean, part of me is a little biased because I like storms, so I'm like, come on, this is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so, so you get disappointed ahead of it. <laughs> like, guys, it's not going to be... What- yes, that that was definitely in the blood early on. I, You know, my parents never had to worry about what I was going to do. I'm like, ah, I'm going to be a meteorologist. Wow. So, one of those, you know, you those guys. You just stay yeah. the course. Okay, but you yeah. know what? No one cares. <laughs> That's right. Because what I have it's found wind. out it about blows you, all over the place. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's What's the weather? Yeah. There's going to be weather. <laughs> yeah, There's on. a 100% chance of weather every day. But will there sure. always be 80s Christian rock? That's right. <sighs> Jeff has a unique, <laughs> a more, uni- more than his meteorology uniqueness, he has a unique love for 80s and 90s Christian rock. Yes. <laughs> which I know of one person. Who has that interest, and it's you. And it's yeah. Jeff. Yeah, yeah, I could probably say the well, same. There are a few, but yeah, I was thinking about this earlier today. Like, if you look at like some of the face group, uh, Facebook groups I like with some of these old bands, 
Yeah, it's like two two followers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, not, that's not bad. That's not bad. So most not most yeah. are legacy accounts of yeah, dead people. That's probably yeah. true. <laughs> but um, but yeah. yeah, I just I don't know. So this is what I grew up, Jeff. Know? As we so. talked about this because we put this this episode on the books like a month ago, and I said, you know what I need from you because you know stuff about a, a world of Christian music that apparently exists that I didn't know was real. I said, I need your elite eight. We're going to make a little playoff bracket of 80s and 90s Christian rock. I want to hear your Elite Eight. Who wins out in that bracket gets to your Final Four? Who's right. in your championship? Right. And who is the 80s and 90s Christian rock band of all time <laughs> that if you were like, be a weatherman or play in this band, That's right. I would actually musician. give yeah. up weather you know. and be in this band? <laughs> That's so. That would be a hard one. That would be tough. So we want to know. Yeah. Okay, so you gave you have some parameters on how you pick the yeah. top eight. Yeah, I mean, the reality is, especially as you got into the 90s, there are just more and more band. The whole industry kind of blew it started, up. started, yeah, yeah, exploded. And so, and yeah. That was CCM, I mean, right? I mean, that's right. where, like, CCM Yeah, yeah. Really 90s is, yeah. like, the golden age of CCM. Michael right? W. There was Smith tons did of money. Watch and, the Lamb yeah. and all that. Yeah, it was still, it was before <laughs> the music industry as a whole kind of tanked because of MP3s. So, like, right. You right. Were, it was still just blowing up record everywhere. Company. Down yeah, with the DC company. talk. Yeah. So, right, that's you. <laughs> so, I mean, I couldn't. Go too far into the '90s, honestly, because then it was just like the oh, field's too who, wide. Who do I pick? You yeah, know, yeah, there's yeah. So many bands, and and to be fair, I I still listen to and anybody could do the artists, '90s, you know. right? Yeah, you're right. still listening to bands so, now. Yeah, and so I, I you had to go to the find 80s. these bands. Yeah, this is pre-internet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, you know, come to the '80s, and uh, yeah, they could bleed into the '90s. That's Early fine. '90s. Yeah, so I, I wanted to go that route instead of you know just going too crazy. Um, but it was hard still, even with that. You know, I could kind of go with a couple top three, maybe five that I really do love, and I think they're really great. If we get beyond that, then there's a lot of like honorable mentions, et cetera, and so it gets right. a little tough. So we know. have eight. I want to hear eight to one. Okay. Okay. You have it. You have that. You, you have and that I'm up? ranking them that way. Okay. I, I want to okay. hear eight to one, and then we're gonna play. Uh, we're gonna go all the way to <laughs> who's, uh, who's number one. Yeah. All right. I, I even. Did did a, like a bracket? Um, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. This, that's, this is your elite eight. This is your eight. So give me your eight to one. <laughs> Would the bracket yeah. be different okay. based on <laughs> which band had to compete with other bands? Yeah. <laughs> well, well that, yeah, I want them to maybe. be in the finals. <laughs> yeah, and that was a little awkward. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Put this. And anyway. for all of our listeners who are in these bands, there's nothing personal here. <laughs> not not no. at all. Yeah, and also, we're definitely using a sports bracket to talk about art, which is weird. Also, to you, we get it. We get it. Yeah, you're in the top eight of the. 80s exactly and i put art in scare quotes guys yeah, no. all right so who's and, your eight? and then and you guys ch- chime in if you recognize any of these i probably names. won't uh, some of these you will for okay. sure okay um and i should qualify one more i uh, my preference is rock and so they're, they're definitely Amen. more rock and, and there are some if you if you yeah. friend jeff on facebook you will find some videos of jeff oh, slapping man. the bass yeah, and yeah. christian <laughs> rock banging his head uh, yes, in said my... 80s or 90s yeah, don't don't do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, number eight. Jeff, yeah. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Moore and the Distance. Never heard of them. Never heard of them. I don't think so. Okay, no. I don't think so. What's yeah. their best song? They were actually one of my favorites. Been to many of the concerts. Best song? Well, Christian Radio had a huge hit with them, mainly because he was a big friend of Stephen Curtis Chapman. Oh, oh that helps. Go. Um, yeah, got uh, the little boost. A, a friend like you was their big radio hit. Ring about probably not. Friend you like you got a friend like no, me. No, not not that. No, I it's Toy sing. Story. But I actually 
That was kind of later into the 90s. I actually liked them when they were more in the 80s, and they okay. stuck more with the rocks. All right. Okay, okay number seven. I, I, I want you to know. That's probably it. That. Yeah. Was, was that, that it? Was yeah, it? so I know oh. that song, Steve Korn. Thanks, Good Steve Korn. All right. Yeah, Good but job. that was, I assume, 90s contemporary, yeah. not 80s rock right. kind of underground stuff. They, yeah. they became more poppy. Steve would have told me that, on. too. Yeah. All right. Steve number Korn, seven. this podcast is for you. I want to hear <laughs> it. Yeah, I thought, of him. I thought of him on this. Um, number seven, you definitely will not have heard. Uh, Crumbacher. Nope. <laughs> That's a good name, though. Hey, don't call me that. <laughs> they were, and they were truly an 80s band. They were um, really the first new wave Christian band oh. here. And one of the best, if not only one They were for like a while. the Michael Jordan of 80s yeah. bands. And they were really good. Why aren't they, they really one? Were. <laughs> so, um, How many albums did they release? Do you know? Five. Maybe, oh, wow. So yeah, they're pretty prolific. Say, yeah. For they, day. they had a little following. They were good. They were a Southern California band, and I liked them a lot. But so, you okay. even know where they're from. Uh, I, he I was, likes bands. Yeah, band bands. I was this pretty into it. Yeah, yeah. I was always into the liner notes. Yeah, real, man. real heavy. Okay, amen. Um, I think I maybe heard this one. Number six, DeGarmo and Wait, Key. seven. We need seven. Seven. That was seven. that was seven. Oh, wait. oh, I'm sorry. I, was, I don't know why I was doing top nine. In <laughs> Bir- Bir- yeah. Birkenstock. Eight, seven, six, six. DeGarmo and Key. Mm-mm. No, no, no bell there. They actually started in the seventies, uh, late seventies, but they. Um, but they lasted into the Second 90s. Second chapter of Acts. No, that was, they, that was 70s. Um, I feel like you might have heard of the Garmin Keys on Maybe not. What uh, is it? I don't know. They, they definitely rock. They were rock all the way through. But they very popular in the 80s Christian world. Uh, they had big Friends of Friends shows, Forever? Et cetera. No, no. That no, wasn't no, them? No, big that. shows. So have they, you? Okay, another question. Uh, have you seen all these people? Um, no, I did not see Krumbacher. Um, no, I have not seen everybody. But I've seen most of them. Okay. So number five. Uh, number five, the choir. I know the choir. Yeah. I know the choir. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And the they choir. actually are still going. I was going to say are they, they still. Around? I mean, I don't know how many original members are, are yeah. in it, but they uh, started early '80s. Believe it or not, they've been around for a long time. Uh, but they are don't still know going. It. No. Um, so were they originally harder, straightforward? They were rock. They've always been more edgy, alternative, but. A rockaline, I okay. guess. Mm. So yeah, and that's where I'm getting a little. There, there's you're going to hear in a minute another artist that you're going like rock. Um, Carmen, it's, no, it's, is it no. Carmen? No, no. yeah, <laughs> I did not like. Carmen. He's, he a, not. he's like a self help guy now. I <laughs> yeah, think. He's, yeah, he's gone off the rails. I think. I mean, if if, if he was ever on them, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> good, good point. He's yeah. on. He's on a different set of yeah, rails. Yeah, it's a different yeah. set of rails. Um, Pull it choir. into a different station. And I, I forgot. I, I never really mentioned like why I like these bands. I guess the choir is just great. Because you're weird. Yeah, I know that, but. Great lyrics, just very original, very artsy kind of. Mm-hmm. I'm um, trying to think if I saw like a collab of the choir in the have. 2000s they, with somebody that I was listening to then, like Cadence Call or somebody. Yeah, yeah, they could have done that. Yeah, but the Garmin Key, so I'll back going. up real quick. The Garmin Key was just classic arena rock. I loved it. Cool. Um, Crumbacher, like I said, New Wave. Jeff Moore in the Distance was a good old kind of southern gritty rock. Boom. And I just love that. So. Yep. Speaking anyway. of language. Uh, number four. Speaking uh, A language. Maybe her. They're another long term band, uh, Whiteheart. White nothing. No, nothing. They started in the seven. Actually, they fun, they're funny. They started out as a very mellow kind of adult contemporary band, and then totally changed course and became this hard rock band huh. um, in the eighties. And, and they were so good. They actually had a lot of their members kind of picked because they were just really talented. And Bruce Springsteen. So they essentially got all wow. their guys drafted so into yeah. better bands. Some of these guys got drafted yeah, into like the then, bosses. Exactly. Band. Okay. And then they kind of. Fell apart after that, but um, but they. I mean, were, it's kind of cool really to be the band albums. that that feeds into yep. much better bands. Oh, they were extremely talented. Freedom is an album. Just I would Freedom. highly recommend. All right, what, what was this band again? 
Whiteheart. Whiteheart. I'm gonna Whiteheart. I'm gonna check that just one like out. Me. Just because I'm a, such a Bruce Springsteen fan. I'm, yeah. I'm sure it's not the same at all. Tom, but Tommy Sims was a race guy, and he went to play with them for a while. You long know time, their bass so. player. Yeah. Yeah, well, this is why you're an yeah, expert. Yep, yeah, this, so. this is the real expertise. <laughs> this three. is where it comes out. Have you noticed he's gotten more excited? Yeah, he's been he's yeah. getting he's been more to bounce aware a little bit. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, number three, you're gonna have you've definitely heard of, but you're gonna wonder why he's even in this list. Rich Mullins. Rich yeah. Mullins. No, that's not. I mean, he's people love Rich Mullins. Rich Mullins. He, Believe it or not, he, if you heard his real early stuff, he started out a little bit of a rock edge on it. He okay. had he had some rocker songs. He no. put some overdrive on that hammer yeah. I can I have a story in that regard because and this is kind of he funny. He asked you to play it because <laughs> I think you were maybe going to get around to this, but like, how did I even get interested in yeah. uh, Christian music or whatever? Well, I, I definitely grew up in a conservative home, and we did not listen to that, and we did not listen to regular radio. Period. And so it was uh, pretty boring. Um, but I had an older brother kind of broke the no doors offense, open a little bit. Yeah, sorry. They won't listen family. to family. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, older brother broke the door open a little bit, and so I started to listen to stuff whenever I got a chance. And I used to, every Saturday night, uh, sneak and uh, go into bed. I'd put my headphones on and listen to the... The oh, Christian this Stadium. Is, this is yeah. like the book inside the textbook. Yeah, but for you, but it it's was still Christian, Christian music. Oh, Christian. Inside Christian. your yeah. conservative it's not like home, you had like Pantera stuff. Yeah, yeah no, no, I was still a good boy. It's like I'm listening to Mom, Rich Mullins. Mom, I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> really? I told you they were conservative. Um, and so that's oh, that. You know, was my earliest yeah. diving in, and but I, I remember say, hearing a Rich Mullins song quite a bit. And everybody, I mean, everybody who writes songs today would say Rich Mullins. Yeah, yeah. I, I think even if you can't appreciate his style, you can still appreciate a the kind of guy he was and the yep. life he lived, and his lyrics. And his, yeah, I mean, like yeah. there, there's no, there's no getting around how good of a songwriter yeah. he was. And he was, I mean, he did go into the '90s a bit, but definitely an '80s start. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. that's um, pretty cool. Yeah, oh, and yeah. he wrote "Hope to Carry On," arguably yeah. the most famous Cabin's Call song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't know if they want you to know that. And he wrote, he wrote a we lot of that. other people's songs too. Yeah. I mean, no offense, Cabin's Call. Cool. Shout out. My first concert was Cadman's Call. Really? And I mean, and I never saw him. I Mine actually would have loved voice. to see him in concert, but I never did see Rich Mullins. Um, all right, and so he's like I said, he's a little more on the popular, yeah, quieter sure. side. But whatever. Moving okay. on to back top to, two. Back, back to the alternative rock side. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. The seventy sevens. The seventy sevens. Is that when they started? <laughs> I don't maybe they, actually, the NBA team seventy sixers was I taken. I don't yeah. think so. I'm not. I'm not sure the name is. But seventy seven ers didn't sound good, so they <laughs> yeah. just dropped it to seventy seven. Right. I think you would really enjoy them, especially I, you, Evan. I probably would. You, Hans um, probably would. Really good. We'll listen to them on the way Great. home. Um, in fact, they have a funny story. They they were they were on the same record label as you too. Okay, and. Um, they, I love that you know this. By yeah, this the way. is great. Well, I'm their so album, their their probably I think one of their best albums came out the exact same month as U2's Joshua Tree came yeah, out. I was knew it was going to be and Joshua Tree. It just got buried, and yeah. they had such tons of critical acclaim, etc. And they could have had that you know next push. Yeah, because yeah. full disclosure, you're a huge U2 fan. Oh yeah, well. I love U2. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no getting around. Why aren't Actually, they? Why, why aren't they on your list? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> double double full disclosure. What's the last concert you have been to? Because you go oh. to concerts. Oh, yeah. I, well, you but, saw their tour last year, didn't you? You saw U2's. No, just yeah, the most recent U2. concert. Most recent was 21 Pilots, I think. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, so yeah. saw them just 
what fall last fall yeah. cool okay so Hans and I are going to a concert tomorrow I know Dave yeah. Matthews band great, great Christian <laughs> great Christian band Dave Matthews yeah, band right. you know he wrote the Christmas song he, he's my number one right no, <laughs> alright who is your number um, one and number one is it was an easy number one for me Steve Taylor Steve Taylor and the perfect foil <laughs> yes. no that's his current that's band that's his current band yeah. okay. that he still kind of plays with Steve yeah. Taylor was definitely an 80's original and I know who Steve Taylor is do you know who Steve <clears throat> Taylor is it's okay if you don't Hans I it's don't okay. So, so do you remember? I that, know Rich Mullins. Do you remember? I'm going to hijack <laughs> this for a second, and yeah, then no, he's okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Do you remember that really funny video, that Department of Music Veterans video that no. I showed you, yes, where where he so announced good. that he was coming back into music, and he goes to the DMV, but it's the Department of Music Veterans, and he like does a, a bunch of meta jokes about himself yeah, and we'll his have career. To watch that after yeah, this. we'll watch that afterwards. <laughs> it's really it's really funny. He's yeah. trying to get his license to rock. I'm back. sure I've seen it's it. It's really I, funny. I, I, if you've sent it to me, he's I've a seen musical producer. I mean, he's a music producer as well. Also a filmmaker. Oh, he is everything. He's been everything. Yeah. And, uh, and he wrote uh, Kiss Me for Sixpence and the Richer. Okay. Like, he's a famous yeah. Yeah, producer of, of a lot of bands. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. All he, right. He's actually now a professor, I think, at Lipscomb University in Nashville. Uh, he teaches film and everything. He's just all over the place. But he was like... Really, he was a really interesting artist in that he got like banned from a lot of Christian radio. Right. Because he was too controversial in their mind. Because he, he wrote a really? ton of... Um, satire. With yes. Songs. Okay. And, yes. And people just didn't get it. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like one of <laughs> he was like, like the Christian one of his very, Al. Yeah. One of his very first songs is "I Want to Be a Clone," and it was making fun of the Christian community in that mm-hmm. regard. One of his later songs, "I Blew Up the Clinic Real Good," you know, talking yeah. about abortion clinics and so. Ooh, yeah. yeah. But uh, but the lyrics actually are really deep when you look at some of the, uh, some of the other ones. I mean, it was satire, Wild West funny. back then too. Yeah. You know, like in terms huh. of right. This is even pre Derek Webb drinking beers on stage oh, yeah. in like yeah. you know two thousand and he's yeah. doing a, a lot of the same things. He's kind of a okay. forerunner for a he, lot of that. Yeah. He he really did lead the way. So he paved the way for a lot of what we have um, today. He and just so talented musically too, with all sorts of stuff that he does. So he was an easy number one for me. Um, like I said, it got a little more tough going down from there, but he's got like, a cool voice. Yeah, he's got a really interesting different voice. Yeah. And, and he, so. Okay. Oh, um, well, I was just gonna go in a couple honorable mentions, but yeah, no, no, uh, I, no. You can honor, uh, give us, give us a couple honorable mentions. Well, I mean, one of the ones that is, may seem a little odd, but honestly, he started in the eighties with Michael W. Smith. Okay, gotta, gotta give yeah. him, especially and, since he's covering Reckless Love these days. Right. You gotta. <laughs> well, his and he was definitely a rocker back then. Yeah, big picture album came out in the late eighties, I think, and it was. Way better than anything else out there in Christian world when it came out. I think didn't Andrew Osega have Michael W. Smith sign a picture of him in his room as a boy with his Michael W. Smith poster? I'm guessing because he was playing guitar for him. Yeah, and it it was it was pretty it was pretty funny. That tour was like a full blown rock concert. Yeah, yeah. he's he's definitely had an edge to him before. I remember Kevin Bowles' parents not wanting him to have Michael W. Smith CDs. He was too rocky. He was too edgy. He was too rocky. My favorite story to have nothing to do with this. One time we were at a thing in Austin, and Dale was, I think, in college, and Courtney and I were married. And Dale was watching an episode of Family Guy, and my mom was like, Dale, I don't want you watching that. And Dale looks at mom, and he was like, It's a little late to be saying this. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my parents probably would say that too. Now, <laughs> in college, you're telling me, telling me that you would prefer me not that, watch this? That's great. That Ben sent us that really funny Family Guy yes. clip from last week when we were talking about Guy, guy Friends. He sent us oh, the Family man, Guy. Guy Friends, one. a computer made us roommates in college. <laughs> that's why we're friends. Guy yeah, Friends. Exactly. I know. Okay, so sorry about that. I, I, I ruined the so, moment. Well, so, I, mean, yeah. I got to put him on there because... He really, well, he was actually one of my first go-tos for a while because I really I liked him. There wasn't a whole lot out there. Um, new and he voice. covers everybody else's songs still today, just and so you can get that raspy, <laughs> nasally voice. Original Newsboys, they were an 80s band. I, that was my not. first concert, yep. and I was like, okay, Christian music's fine. <laughs> it really was. I was like, it was in the Astrodome, and Peter Fuller goes, "I heard they're gonna tear this place down in a few years. How about we tear it down tonight?" And I was like, "Yeah!" yeah. What's he doing? The I drums? don't even know what he's Upside down drums. Yeah, yeah, no, that was pre upside down drums. Oh, okay. It was it was during the Take Me to Your Leader oh, era. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, Steve Taylor, back to Steve Taylor again. Mm-hmm. He produced and wrote a lot of those songs. And he's then. the kit player. Uh, yeah. Peter Fuller is his kit player yep. in Perfect Foil. Perfect yeah. Foil. Yeah. All yep. right. So with the time we have remaining, Jeff, I want to know. Run me through. Oh yeah. Who gets, <laughs> how do they play out? Who plays? Yeah. How does this play out? I want to know. Just let us know. You know what well, is? <laughs> uh, you know, I did eight through one, and so yeah. Steve Taylor easily beat, took out Jeff Moore. Sorry, Jeff. Um, <laughs> he takes out everybody. Yeah, yeah. he probably will. Um, Seventy sevens yeah. took out Crumbacher. Um, I did a little bit of an upset. DeGarmo and Key took out uh, Rich Mullen. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, man. Rich didn't make it as Sorry, as Rich. Sorry, I'm sure he's he okay rock. with it's the hard, Lord It's right hard now. because of the rock thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rock yeah. Since he's worshiping the Lord in his presence, he's like, joke's on you, <laughs> yeah, Jeff. it's okay, guys. Exactly. Yeah, he'll give me for that. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, choir, the choir took out Whiteheart. Um, and so then I had Steve Taylor against the choir. Steve Taylor wins. 77s against the Garma Keys, 77s win. And 77s then, are making it up, up yeah. the charts, too. Uh, they were my number one and two pretty easy. Yeah, and right. then, I, like I said, I went with Steve Taylor's. So you, you were chalk on number one all I the way. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I couldn't pull an upset there. In that the show be, notes, we'll yeah. have to link to the Steve Taylor YouTube oh, yeah. thing because it's That's really gonna funny. be good. That's hilarious. Yeah. All right, um, so going away, you know, for the listeners who are like, I know nothing about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the gateway drug of like if you go <laughs> if you listen to any of these albums that I have just talked about, because you you've just referenced yeah. dozens. Well there's lots. But yeah, yeah like like so if you, you like the gateway drug into this world so you can know more about Hurricane <laughs> Mana, what is it? <laughs> Oh man, like, well, man, that's a tough one. I mean, like I said, I would definitely steer, steer you to Steve Taylor, and actually, one of my very favorite albums is I Predict 1990, which is perfect for an 80s album. Yes! <laughs> yeah. so, I Predict 1990. Yeah, that was his Perfect title. to listen to in 2019. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but just great songs, and you're going to raise your eyebrows on some of the lyrics. That's the one that says, I blew up the clinic real good, yeah. you know, but, uh, mm-hmm. but so well done, and A-plus album there. Hurricane Mana, Jeff, we appreciate it. Oh, man, this was was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a stroll down memory lane for you and a stroll down, this is what (laughs) people are listening to, and I was in diapers for me. All right, Hans, your your biggest takeaway, favorite favorite 80s band now that that you've uh, you've talked to all of them. Now I've heard these and I'm aware of how it goes. Just based on his opinions. Rich Mullins. All right, perfect. (laughs) What a shock. The most acoustic (laughs) folky guy on there. Very good. PFR. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was too much 90s. Striper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I never was a big metal band. Yeah, that 
was yeah, metal. I never got into that too much, but um, that's why I was gonna. I was gonna in the in the earlier you. quiz yeah. thing. I was gonna be like, "What are the lyrics to, to Hell with the Devil?" <laughs> See, yeah, like, never, and I would I be know. like, "Ah, that's metal, though." So I would have yeah. gotten in trouble for that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> no, we appreciate that. So if you want to learn more about Jeff at Hurricane Mana, you can friend him on Facebook. You can hear all his stuff about weather. If you are an energy company looking for a wonderful <laughs> energy consultant, go ahead and get in touch oh, with man. Jeff as well. Man, Weather LLC would love to help you make millions sure. and sometimes lose. I'll it. Lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Looking forward to next week where we discuss space. Space. The, the final, final frontier. frontier. Evan has been nerding out on space for a few weeks and he is and, ready to go after and it. And we were already scheduled to do the Ask the Expert, but next week we are definitely going to be talking about Project Artemis. All right. I can't wait. Don't know what it is. It's going to be awesome. Jeff, thanks for joining us. No problem. See you all next week on You Never Study.